0: Even though criminal penalties against employers who deliberately underpay their workers haven't passed Federal Parliament yet, the newly appointed Fair Work Ombudsman is promising to use them. Anna Booth took on the Ombudsman's job last month and says the risk of tough criminal penalties, including potential jail time, would be a major deterrent to dodgy bosses if the proposed criminal wage theft laws pass Parliament. Anna Booth has given her first interview as Fair Work Ombudsman to our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. I started my career back in uh, the late 1977-78 in a trade union and uh, I was in the clothing industry where I observed on almost a daily basis uh, women sewers being confined to their sewing machines and getting urinary tract infections and uh, getting repetition strain injuries from their work and so I became passionate about um, representing vulnerable workers. So in a way the Fair Work Ombudsman's a natural fit for me.
1: A lot of the cases you look at are about compliance but it does seem that barely a day goes by when we don't hear about some sort of worker underpayment. Are you seeing more cases of deliberate wages theft where staff are being exploited or ripped off?
0: It appears that whenever inspectors go out they do find contraventions but I think any underpayment uh, is too much. So I've seen fear in the workplace uh, and I think that uh, there are still large cohorts of workers who are afraid, and they, of course, are one of our priority areas as well vulnerable workers.
1: You have workers who are afraid, but what about those employers who? just think they can get away with it?
0: Well, I think the two go hand in hand together. So where an employer chooses to preference their profit over paying their their workers correctly um, and the worker themselves fears losing their job, that's a diabolical combination and definitely uh, is something that we are focused on.
1: You have big financial penalties, remediation or back pay to workers and civil action in the courts. But what about criminal charges that could see individuals who rip workers off go to prison?
0: Aside from the states, at present, um, criminal liability is not a feature of the Fair Work laws. Uh, of course, that is something that's before the Parliament uh, and that we will have to enforce if and when that becomes law.
1: But when or if those criminal wage theft laws are passed, could we see company bosses personally fined or ultimately facing prison time?
0: Certainly, once the law has passed, if indeed it does, and there is a criminal liability, um, as long as the criminal standard of proof has been met, uh, then criminal penalties could flow and they're both, they are both financial penalties, as well as in the ultimate case of uh, imprisonment. But uh, this would not be what we would be focusing on. Of course, we're focusing on preventing uh, contraventions of fair work laws.
1: With some of the big corporate cases of underpayment that you have underway and before the courts at the moment, would you prefer to have had the option of seeking criminal penalties?
0: I think the criminal penalties, if they become law, will be a, an extremely good specific and general deterrent and, of course, we will enforce them. It is important uh, that the awareness um, is raised and there's no doubt that uh, there will be a sharper focus on uh, behaviour.
1: We've heard about migrant workers with little or no English down to high school kids with an afternoon job getting underpaid or not paid at all. Is this sort of thing now almost baked into culture?
0: It is the case that there are certain cohorts of workers who are more vulnerable than others, and young people and migrant workers, particularly visa holders, are those people. And that's because they're often either unaware of their rights or they are afraid to speak up.
1: We often hear it's not deliberate underpayment, but systems and multiple awards that get businesses or government agencies confused. Is that what you're hearing?
0: Look, we do hear as a defence that... We have a complex industrial relations system. I don't think that you can say, for example, making a choice not to keep records uh, of people's working hours and their accurate pay is because of complexity. That's simply a failure of governance and a failure of process.
1: The Disability Royal Commission handed down its final report this time last week. Are you seeing underpayments or the unlawful treatment of people with disabilities?
0: Some of our inquiries come either on or on behalf of people with disability. This is a very interesting area uh, for me. I have a daughter with an intellectual disability, so I know a lot of um, families uh, with uh, young people who are in employment in Australian disability enterprises, but clearly there is a potential there.
1: As a parent and fair work ombudsman, how difficult is it to find the right opportunities for young adults who are judged not on their ability, but their disability.
0: Peter, I have recently been working very hard to uh, place uh, my own daughter in employment Uh, generally. The challenge is that the workplace itself has to be a great receiving environment um, for any diverse, neurodiverse person. And I would like to see more effort put in by not just employers, but the workplace community generally in being um, a welcoming environment for people with disability.
1: But do you think workers with a disability might be more exposed to being underpaid because of their enthusiasm to get an opportunity and to take any role that comes up?
0: They might be because like um, a worker um, who has a language barrier or who is young and and unaware of their rights uh, they might be willing to not speak up in order to retain the job.
1: Just on the Commonwealth Bank, and this is a matter that's before the courts, but the Fair Work Ombudsman has asked for the maximum penalty to be imposed on the CBA over around $16 million in worker underpayments. What sort of message would that send to big employers?
0: So it is important that proper penalties be paid um, in these circumstances so that we shine a light um, on the behaviour and, uh, and get people to sit up and take notice and that's what that's all about.
1: My employer, the ABC, has been on an enforceable undertaking and has paid a significant contrition Payment over the underpayment of staff. Are you satisfied that the ABC's met the terms of the enforceable undertaking?
0: Certainly I have not been advised that they have not and so I can only assume that they have. Fair Work Ombudsman Anna Booth speaking there with Peter Ryan.